You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. If you will notice, James address the brethren. A reference in one sense to the church. He addressed brethren that had been scattered. Contextually scattered means evicted from their homes, put out of their house or houses, evicted. Made to get out of their homes to the point to where they were not able to collect some things that were important to them or some things that they needed. Persecution had broke out in the first century and and so the church was being persecuted. They just evicted them. Say, you got to go. This Jesus stuff. You you got to go. And so again, they they left. Our laws would be a more appropriate word. Things that were significant and essential. And because they did not have certain things it created lack I couldn't get my stuff so now I don't have what's essential it is not working out so I don't have what I I need. Lack. And some of us know what lack is. Whether it's a shortage of something or whether we just don't have it. Woo, I have been there. I know some of y'all by show of hand have been there too. Let me just see them hands. Either you didn't have enough or you didn't have any. I know what it is to be broke. I know what it is to want a whopper but only have 
hamburger money. Some of us know about it. You know about only looking at it and wanting it. But not able to possess it. James understood exactly where the brethren of the church was at the time. He, he understood it. He, he was not belittling what they had, had went through. He knew from a literal standpoint that they were going through tough times. He knew that. But he also, as a man of God, as a bond servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, had to remind the church, the brethren, that despite what they were going through, the just ought to live by faith. It looks bad, but remember, you can't walk by what you see. Because the just walk or live by faith and not sight. I know you're not seeing what you want to see. But remember, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. And that faith is so powerful that the elders obtain a good testimony because of walking in faith. Because of thinking, talking, and doing according to the word of God. I know you had some precious things you wanted to get out the house, but they wouldn't allow you to do it. But remember your God is a God of restoration. He'll restore what the caterpillar, the palmer worm. And the rest of them have taken away. Some of us know about that firsthand. Woo! You know about how, how God had to restore back to you what an enemy took. You also can testify about how when God restored it, he didn't stop at just giving you particular things back. He went beyond and above because that's who he is. Preach to somebody, God will do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask God think. Preach to somebody else, God will do exceeding abundantly above all 
See, despite what you go through, you have to remember that God told you, brother, you, sister, to live by faith. Got to live by what has been being proclamated. For Romans 10 and 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. But you got to have a preacher. You got to have the right preacher or preachers. Because Romans 10 asked the question, how shall they hear without a preacher? And how that preacher going to preach if he ain't been sent? Sent as a reference to anointing. You have to receive anointed teaching and preaching in order to deal with the troubles of life. You have to apply anointed teaching and preaching to your thoughts, your words, and your deeds in order to prosper in life. There's no way you're going to make it through challenges if you don't do so according to the word of God. When you look at the text, what James was telling them, literally it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Somebody literally should have been mad and ready to get something, a a stick, a spear, an arrow, an axe, a knife, or some other type weapon and go back and cut up somebody that un- took their stuff. You know if somebody takes your stuff, you, that, that's a fight to you literally speaking. Don't come and put me out my house and then go laugh about it. I'll be, let me go and get me a gun. Oh, so well, y'all ain't gonna go with me. Let me let, let let's just let's just be real about this. Just ask your neighbor. Say, neighbor, if somebody puts you out your own house because of your belief in Jesus, do that call for a fight? I need some real folk. Then that's literal what you would be wanting to do. Or, or you'd be wanting to go and get some folks that look, they done put me out. I need y'all to come on over and help me get your gun. Look, you still got that Glock, bring it. You still got that 382, bring it. Look, and you know anybody got a 16 pump or a 12 pump, tell them to bring it too. Because we're going to go and have walk. So you have to understand something. What James told the brethren does not make sense, literally speaking. But when you live by faith, you have to understand that God's ways are not the ways of man. As high as the heavens are from the earth, so are his thoughts and so are his ways. And so. Say, look, brethren, I know you are 
been surrounded. You've fallen into various trials. I know you're going through a whole lot of trouble right now. I know it's not happening the way you want it to happen. Not flowing the way you want it to flow. But this is what God wants me to tell you. This is what he wants you to do in the midst of all your trouble. Be happy. Count it all joy. That's a tall order. It is no way you, you can lean to your own understanding and be happy in the midst of trouble. There's no way you can Focus on your trouble. Look at it every day. Talk about it every day. Think about it every minute on the hour. And be happy. You can't do it. It's a God thing. It's a God thing to count it all joy. It's a holy thing to dance in the midst of trouble. It's a God-ordained thing to turn in victory when you don't see no victory. When you don't feel no victory. It's a God-ordained thing to, to speak those things that are not. It ain't happening, but you're speaking it. It ain't manifesting, but you're speaking it. You're speaking it because you have the character of God, and God is the one that speaks those things that are not as though they were. God is the one that said, let there be light when there was no light. And thereafter, light showed up. That's a sign to a child of God. I'm an heir of God. If I can just speak it right now. It may not happen the day I speak it. But if I just speak, keep speaking it and keep believing it. It will come to pass. It may not feel good right now. But if I keep walking in his word. If I keep talking what does say God. I'm going to start feeling better and better and better and better. Say to somebody, you can't focus on the bad right now. Because if you focus on the bad, you're not going to come out of your situation. You're not going to allow the Holy Spirit to have its way in what you're going through. If you focus on the bad right now, it's not going to work out for your good because you're not going to be loving God the way you need to love him. 
Remember to love God is to be committed to him. And if you focus on your trouble, you're not going to commit yourself to God. You're not going to cast on God what needs to be cast on him simply because you're more concerned about what you see than what he has promised. Count it all joy. And some folks, you tell them something like that. Even church folk, they would just, he crazy. Preacher crazy. He him up the other day, count it all joy. Be happy. I'm saying him, going through all this, he talking about be happy in the house. I'm going to be happy them folk just took my stuff. See, you're not going to receive the promises with a mindset like that. See, see, one thing about God, if he allow them to take it, that means he's going to give you double for your trouble. You keep it 66. But if you don't keep it 66. It ain't going to work for you. Shout at somebody you better keep it 66. And if you keep it 66. God will do for you what your eyes have not seen. Oh, God, I'll do for you what your ears have not heard. God, I'll show up and show out on you. I keeps it 100. What are you talking about? Keep it 66. We keep it Genesis or Revelation. 66 books. 3927. 39 in the old, 27 in the new. We keep it 66. Count it all joy. Yeah, it's hurting, but count it all joy. Yeah, you lost it, but count it all joy. Haven't you read about Job? All that he went through. In the end, God gave him double for his trouble. God did for him what he promised in his word. And if God does not change, he'll show up at your door with a Luke 6 and 38. Matter of fact, tell somebody, if you're doing right, you can expect a Luke 6 and 38. You can expect a Luke 6 and 38. You better spread the news if you're doing right. If you're keeping it 66, you can expect a Luke 6 and 38. You can expect the good measure, the press, the shaker, and the running. Y'all better help me. You can expect the good, the press, the shaker, and the running. Despite what you're going through right now. Shout at somebody else. Change your focus. And watch God change your life. 
Watch him change your circumstances. Watch him change your situation. Watch him turn things completely around. Watch him show up and tell worse to get away and make better manifest in every aspect of your life. And, and you have to know when you start being happy or counting all joy, folk are going to start looking at you and thinking that you done lost it. They're going to think you're loony. That girl just long such and such. You see her doing all that turning, talking about victory is hers, and doing all that leaping, talking about she got the joy of Jesus, and she hallelujah. She need to go somewhere and sit down. Folk don't understand when you go through hard times, you're going to praise God anyhow. They don't understand the God that you serve. They'll look at you strange because they don't understand when you're going through the toughest time in your life, you still got to clap. You still got to dance. You still got to turn. You still got a leap. Say to your neighbor, they don't know, but I know. I know he'll do it for me. I know he'll turn it completely around. I know he'll restore everything. And I know what I'm going through is just temporary. And see, James wanted them to count it all joy. Because it was, in fact, temporary. It wasn't permanent. It was a stage. Second Corinthians 4 and 18 says, The things that we see are experience. They're temporary. You have to talk to your trial. Talk to yourself. This ain't going to last. God been good to me. This ain't going to last. It's just a stage. All I got to do is stay in the safest place. Which is the will of God. Count it all joy. Knowing. Knowing. Says that you're not ignorant. You're not ignorant. See, 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 and, and, and this really bothers me when, when you know folks that have been taught the word of God, but they but they act like they don't know. That trials are part of life. It, it, it bothered me when you call yourself 
a prophetess. But you complain like a little baby. It bothered me when you talk about what you're expecting God to do until you get to going through warfare. You know too much not to shout. You know too much not to dance in your trouble. You know too much not to turn in victory. You ain't setting up on the no jack leg preacher. too much not to give God the glory you know too much you gotta talk to the trial and you gotta talk to your self based upon what you No. If you don't know it's going to work out and all you're looking for is $700. How you going to know when you're going to need $50,000? To whom much is Yeah, God gonna make me a million. How he gonna make you a millionaire and, and, and you start tripping <laughs> when you need $200? You're faithful over little. He'll make you ruler over much. You ain't gonna be no millionaire and you f- ain't faithful over that 250 Yeah, looking for God just to fill everything up. Not the way you 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 acting too ignorant for God to do that. See, see, when you reject knowledge or you don't put knowledge into action according to the scripture, you're going to be destroyed. The prophet said, God's people are destroyed. Why? Lack of knowledge. And he clarified when he said, because they have rejected. If you don't apply what you know in a trial, you're calling destruction on yourself. You have to know your turnout in the midst of what you're going through according to the written and revealed word of God. You got to know it. God ain't just giving you knowledge and understanding just for you to get around the the dinner table and tell folk what you know. 
the words that he give you are to be used in warfare. Are to be used to deal with the trouble of the trials of life. I love how James had, had such a knowing about trouble. Because he, he went on to say to them. That their trials. Are the testing of their faith produces patience. He doesn't know his, your, your faith gonna be your faith is being tested. You're being tested to see if you're gonna trust God or not. See if somebody if, if somebody evicts you, takes your stuff, you you can't go back to the old person you used to be. Because you done been told to live by faith. So now you, you're going to have to trust God to deal with them. And you. You're being tested. And, and see one thing about a God test. It shows you who you are. And where you are. shows you who you are and where you are. You'll be thinking you're on level 10 and God will show you still too. God will show you the only time you get out there and do all that prophesying when everything going well for you. The only time you shakaka, whoa, 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 yeah, 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 is when everything going well for you. The moment you get to going through trouble, you're like a little old baby girl. Shout at somebody, God to show you yourself. Telephone, look, hey, I cast demons out every day. All right, okay, okay, okay. We're gonna let a God test come your way. Since you the demon, the, the demon chaser, we're gonna let a test happen. God have allowed tests to come and, and I found that I was not where I needed to be. Found out I wasn't praying as much as I needed to pray. Wasn't giving as much as I needed to give. I saw myself. See, when you get to going through trouble, pull out the mirror. Check out yourself. See what you need to change in reference to your life. 
Because God has showed me that look, Walker, you need to change this right here. Walker, you're talking about you. You want you don't get weak, but you need to pray more because you got weak in this test. Why you say that mean you need to pray more? Because Luke 18 and 1 says men ought to always pray and not faint, lose heart, or get weak. I love everybody. And then all of a sudden, well, we don't have to have a test. God will send somebody to get on your last nerve. Woo, I can talk to anybody, but I don't want to be around her. Hey, that's your test. I'm going to lead the church because uh, if you lead the church, you done failed the God test. Go on and leave if you want. You're a free moral agent. But if you leave, you done failed the God test. And no matter where you go, God will never be able to bless you in the manner he wants to bless you because you didn't pass the test. The test is beneficial. Your faith is being tested, but if you'll go through the test, it's going to be a blessing. Oh, let me close it. Knowing this, that the trying of the testing of your faith, get this, produces. The Latin meaning of produce is to bring forth. To bring forth. I'm going to bring something out of you that you didn't know was in you. I'm going to bring something forth. If you just go through the test, I'm going to call something to come forth that's going to make you better and better and better. If you just go through the test, I got something for you that your eyes ain't seen. Your ears haven't heard. I got something for you to step in if you just go through the test. I got something waiting to put on you if you just go through the test. But the test produces produces patience understand this patience is the capacity and the willingness to wait until things get better that's Walker's definition the capacity and the willingness to wait until things get better. Elijah knew God had told him it's going to rain. 
Yes. But Elijah had to be patient for the rain. Elijah got to praying and told his servants, say, go, go, out, go out there and look and see. If it's a cloud out there, he went, it, it, it ain't nothing. Ain't nothing happened. Got to have some patience. You got to be willing to wait because it's going to get better. Woo, say to your neighbor, you got to be willing to wait because it's going to get better. It may not look as good as you want it to look right now, but it's going to get better. Woo, the pain is hurt in that knee. In that foot. But it's going to get better. Jesus told his disciples in Luke 21 and 19, I believe it is, that in your patience, possess your soul. See, see, when you know it, you know you're having to go through patience. Take control of the situation. Don't ever allow trouble to control you. Patience is a good thing in that it teaches you how to take control of the situation. You don't allow your emotions to, to guide you when you're going through trouble. You don't allow your eyes to guide you when you go through trouble. Do what the Bible said. Put your flesh, your eyes, your tongue, your ears, and all the rest of it under subjection. And do what a real child of God does. John 16, 13. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Because he'll guide you into truth. And what does truth do? You'll know the truth. And the truth will what? Make. It'll create something. Not set. Never use set. Make means create. It'll create a way out of no way. It'll create a way out of no way. It'll bring something into being that was not that. But set, you waiting on somebody to come unlock something. No, let God make a way out of no way. Let truth get so in you to where you start expecting what eyes have not seen. God going to do it. Well, they don't close down. Say, it don't matter if they don't close it down. The earth is a lost and the fullness there. Uh, God going to do something special and he going to do it just for me. It may be the first time it doesn't happen in history, but God, if that's what he want to do, so be it. Because he created. And if I stay in the truth, he going to make me free. Let patience have its perfect work. In other words, let, let patience or the, or the process that you're going through conclude. Don't try to rush it. Ready to get out of the trial. No, don't try to rush it. Oh, but Lord, it's getting to, it's, it need to get hot. It need to get hot if God ain't stopped. So let it get hot. 
Woo, it's so tough, though, Beso. Let it go. Let patience have its perfect work. Let it be complete. Let it do all that it desires to do. Because guess what? Again, it ain't, it's just going to make things what? Better. Even though it's worse, it's going to make things better. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith or the testing of your faith produces patience. And let patience have its perfect word. That you, you'll be. Number one, perfect. You'll be perfect. It means that you will be in the place to where you're in line with God's will in thought, word, and deed. You're perfect. You're perfect. You're in line with the written and reveal word of God help me in thought word and deed you're perfect but then he says complete it means that God done equip you see because when you get your when you get your mind and your words and your deeds right then that means God can equip you with exactly what you need. Because he can trust you to give you certain things. So he's going to start equipping you. Equipping you with what you need spiritually, financially, and in other aspects of your life. But get this. This is due to you allowing patience to what? Have his perfect work. And then the final thing, he said you won't lack nothing. Remember? In the beginning, when I told you that because they had been scattered or evicted, one thing that, that happened is that they were in lack. But now, because of the process, look at this restoration. You'll be lacking. Lacking what? Lacking what? Nothing. That means what, what you may have lost, I'm going to get that back. But if it was something you, you needed, even when you had what you had, I'm going to make sure you get that too. You will lack nothing. You will have everything that you need that's significant and essential in life. And I'm done. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.